Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Today on Marvel Movie News, Captain Marvel's first reactions are coming in all across the web. What do people think about it? We're going to talk about it today on the show. Netflix officially pulls the plug on Jessica Jones and The Punisher, and Eminem is not happy about it. That's true. I'm not making that up. And we're going to do that and more today on Marvel Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News. Good afternoon to you, our merry Marvelites. Welcome back. We are coming to you live from Hell's Kitchen. Let's just say from Hell's Kitchen because like it. it's sad. It is sad. Um, I mean, we all knew it was coming, and we'll talk about the Netflix stuff in a, in a bit. But welcome to the Popcorn Talk Show, Marvel Movie News. Follow us on Twitter at Marvel News PTN or the Popcorn Talk. I'm Zach Wilson. This is Zia Anderson. Hi guys. We've got Ma Rissa in the uh, in the booth today. Hello. And we got Colt Badeau taking care of us on social media from up on the Star Jammer. Christian is out this week, unfortunately. I know. He, how dare he? How dare he have work things I to do? Know. Important people need him. Uh, we're important <laughs> too, Christian. God. Uh, <laughs> I probably, I probably uh, would just tell my work, yeah, sorry, I can't make it. Uh, so many things to talk about today. Here's some teases. We're going to talk about stuff with Captain Marvel. Black Widow updates on her solo feature. There are writers being added to things like Loki. There's, there's Spider-Ham news. I, ah! I love when there's Spider-Ham news just because I get to say Spider-Ham and Peter Porker a bunch of times. Um, as we said, Netflix uh, cancellations. And uh, Kevin Smith has some stuff to talk about about the Hulu shows. Uh, and there was a Cloak and Dagger trailer that dropped. And I, it is literally, it dropped literally three minutes after we went off the air last week. I don't know who at Marvel is screwing with us. Because this is like <laughs> the second time in a month they that know. big news has dropped literal not not like even like a couple hours later or that night minutes it's like they waited they did no they watched the show and they're like okay they're done hit send <laughs> which i can't tell if that's better or worse is it better if it like because if it came out during the show we'd have to be like oh it happened we can't watch it because we're literally <laughs> on the air but but we know it's there but we know it's uh, marvel <laughs> <sighs> all right let's get into the news Starting with Captain Marvel's first reactions, uh, the pre- they've started press screenings. This is something I always like about Marvel is that they are so confident in their products that they have literally started people seeing it three weeks before the movie is is set to hit theaters, um, and people uh, generally seem to be really liking it. Um, most of the comments are, uh, I've seen are saying that it's funny, it's empowering, 
um, is what a lot of women have been saying about it. Uh, it's full of 90s nostalgia. That's what I'm looking forward to. I love me some 90s nostalgia. Um, for for the record, uh, from here on out, now that people have seen the movie, no more discussion of, of spoilers or events that are going on in the movie, so you don't have to worry about that. Like, there's... There are people uh, now posting like, oh, now we know who Jude Law is playing. Well, yeah, Mm because people saw the movie. Of course, you know. Um, So we're just ignoring all that uh, because we want we want to go into it spoiler free. We know you want to go into it mostly spoiler free, uh, at least as free as you can with Lego in the the field. (laughs) Um, But the the generally the reactions seem to have been good. Uh, There was like one critic who's who said it was a bit stuck in the Marvel formula. Well, if it's working, why would you if it's not broke, don't (laughs) fix it. (laughs) Um. And like the Marvel does somewhat it, for these origin movies, there is the, I know what they're talking about. There is a Marvel formula, and that's like origin right. stories are tough. You do have to introduce a lot. It's hard to get mm-hmm. a character that people aren't familiar with into just like you can't just hit the ground running like you can with Spider Man Far From Home or Spider Man Homecoming rather. Mm-hmm. Didn't need to do oh he's Peter Parker. Who's Peter Parker? We've How does he get bit? Like we times. know the story, and you could yeah. just you could just drop in, and he's already Spider Man, and he's like doing, and you just did a story about that. Captain Marvel, unfortunately, doesn't have that level of of general audience awareness, so they have to do an origin story. But I think that it, from what it sounds like, they are doing a good job at keeping it fun. The comment that I really liked was that they said the dynamic between Brie Larson and Samuel L. Jackson is like a buddy cop movie. Ooh, I like that. (laughs) That's going to be fun. So that's a little bit of what we've been hearing. I'm curious, guys in the chat, like, are does the do these like comments do they get you more hyped for the movie, less hyped? Um, I don't know how they could get you less hyped. But, (laughs) um, or, uh, because these actually are getting me more excited for the movie. Because I've said, I've said it on the the show before, the trailers, I think, have not done the best job of getting my anticipation up. Like, like the end game teasers, because you can't even call them trailers, the teasers have only raised my excitement level for that movie, partially because they've only been they've literally been they, they they're just like they're, they, they are teasing me they're yeah. like ha, ha 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 don't you want to know more you have no idea what's going on but captain marvel like the tra- i just felt like the trailers weren't cut well okay. but they looked like there was like a good movie that just like the trailers weren't landing but Which you get, is not but that's all we have to go thing. on yeah. so it's like all right i'm still excited for the movie but i want to know what but the reactions have been strong enough that i i'm excited what Zia, what do you think? I'm super excited. The trailers got me excited, though, just to see some of what we're going to get in the movie. I mean, honestly, when she's fighting in space. That's oh, so yeah. cool. That, that's I don't mean so to say cool. that there aren't amazing imagery. I, just, yeah. I, meant, I guess I'm, I'm talking about purely from a story perspective. I'm, I was still waiting to get like right. that, like, oh, I want to know how this story goes. Um, which I totally which I still understand have. where you're coming yeah. from. Yeah. With that, and that's definitely a little bit different. For me, I'm kind of going into it a little bit more blind, so I'm like, oh, okay, whatever story they give me, I'm excited to see. So I don't, yeah. I don't necessarily mind that so much. I, oh, the '90s, I'm so excited about the '90s. In the uh, uh, in the chat, we have that they put out a, I'm sorry, Zeno Hour. A little disappointing. They put out a '90s soundtrack. I think that's so cool. I'm disappointed s- that they did put out a '90s. That's what soundtrack? it says. I don't, I don't know if that's a a typo, but 
I think that that's going to be really cool. I'm going to buy that soundtrack. It'll, I mean, of course they'll put out the soundtrack, like if they use enough, because I've heard, like, I haven't really heard the specific tracks that they're using, but uh, from like, it is a bunch of 90s songs. Yeah. It, oh, they hit All Star in there. Yes. <laughs> yes. You just have so to. we control. I just, I have so many <laughs> friends who like, who like hate that song and I just want to troll them. Just start um, playing it all the time. All right. Hey, now. Let's keep it on track. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited for Cat to see Captain Marvel. It's so soon. It's so soon. It's literally like it, it comes out in two weeks. I have my tickets. You have your tickets? I, I have a screening in less than two weeks. Ah, I actually knew that. I'm very jealous um, of you both. So, so, so to give you guys a little heads up on what we're going to do for the show, because on the 7th, when we do a show in two weeks, I think Christian and I will have seen the movie by then. We're gonna do a spoiler-free reaction, so you don't have to worry about us spoiling anything. We're, you know, we're good about that. You know, I don't. Also, you know, I don't mind spoilers. I know you don't, but, <laughs> but I. For everybody but else. the audience doesn't need all those spoilers, so I'm gonna let them. We're gonna do a spoiler-free, and then on the 14th when we come back, oh, we're gonna talk about it, and we're gonna talk about it. Also, just a clarification: Zeno Hour did say. It was a typo. They didn't come out with a. Oh, okay. With a, why, guys? Come on, come I'm out sure, with the I'm sure they will. I think I, I I'd rather they wait to announce it to right. to put it out there, um, because you will like. I don't want. I want to discover what songs are in there as we watch it. Um, but the other thing is, just remember that. Uh, Disney and Marvel have been really good about when you really want something. They they find a way to put it out yeah for you um the daredevil score is a is a great example people wanted the daredevil score after getting out because it was a great score it was fantastic. um i i i even talked to the composer on on after buzz tv after but uh, john uh, john uh Pelifero, uh i believe i pronounced him i might have pronounced that name wrong but we we talked to him on after buzz tv a while back and it's a fantastic score and they put it out not only on online but on vinyl as oh, well that's awesome which i have proudly displayed in my apartment very nice um so uh if you want it if it comes out and they're like they haven't announced it yet because like somehow we're still trapped in the licensing nightmare that was um like where's natasha oh no um which i, I like how do you like obviously there are plenty of of carol danvers toys and t-shirts all over the place as this movie comes out yeah um but i hope that they they know that they that people are gonna want that yeah i mean they just released a two like a two vinyl like release of the spider-verse score i'm sure that you will get your spider-verse <laughs> soundtrack or your your captain marvel soundtrack anyway moving on um so we're excited that we're excited that's the captain marvel news yes. um black widow as we talked about as we mentioned black widow um has hired a new writer to rewrite the script um i wouldn't to be clear i don't think that you should take this as anything to be worried about no. uh hollywood scripts are rewritten tons of times usually we just don't know about it and i heard that also that the previous writer is working on something else so uh so uh black widow has hired ned benson um who wrote the mysterious case of eleanor rigby mm -hmm. uh, uh which was a Catherine bigelow film um and to come in and rewrite the script for what uh, this is all according to collider uh disney and marvel have not confirmed this okay um 
And what Collider said is to it's a set before the Avengers, so it's maybe I don't know if it's between uh, Iron Man two and Avengers or even pre Iron Man two, but this is an early Black Widow script as opposed to a post End Game Black right. Widow. Um, and so Jack Schaefer, who she she's the writer, uh, she was the original writer on Black Widow, is currently the showrunner for Vision and the Scarlet Witch. Right. So I get the sense that if this is if this is true, she was busy <laughs> working on a different Marvel project. Yeah. But they need they probably need some to do a bunch of he- like heavy rewrites on right. the script, not Which because it was necessarily bad, but just yeah. because that's production. Um, something changes and like they they want to put in more stunts, less stunts. They thought of a new plot point that they're that they're really excited about. Um, so they brought in this guy Ned Benson, um, and that's all. That's it. Yeah, um, no, I, I, I agree. Have you seen Mysterious Case of Eleanor Rigby? I have not. Have you? No. Um, I'm, I want to now. I'm intrigued. Yeah, I, I, I'm curious if anybody in the chat has his thoughts on that. Uh, I just it's a movie that, as much as we try to like watch all the stuff so we can talk to you guys about it, I can't watch every movie I know, every there's week. There's so many things to watch. My list keeps getting longer and longer. I like in the chat. Philly Prince says, "Got to make it right." I agree. Like, if you want to make the right pro- uh, project, product is what I was going to say. Um, yeah, you might have to do rewrites, reshoots, all of it. But eventually, yeah. the puzzle is going to fit together, and it's going to be amazing. And I have very high hopes. For Are you talking movie. about the disappearance of? Yes, it, yes, I am. Yeah. What I, did I've, I say? I've actually seen oh. two of them because it's a it's a weird release of what they did. They did, it's like they, him. They broke her. the movie in three parts. There's a at his version point of point of view. There's a her version point of view, and then there's the middle uh, movie that has both sides that like. Ties everything up. Yeah, it, my, it's in my three notes parts. are. It's weird. My notes are also just wrong. I, I don't know how I wrote the mysterious case when it's the disappearance of Eleanor Gregby. Um But yeah, so they're bringing in a creative. Uh, they're bringing in a creative writer, and I also said Catherine Bigelow when I meant Jessica Chastain. <laughs> so I'm just way off today, guys. Forgive me. It's okay. You have the facts now. Yes, they're in front of. You. I was able to correct myself, um, but. I, so I think this is I think this could be uh, like good things like it, to get somebody interesting and creative like for for Black Widow. I mean, we don't know what the movie's going to look like. We don't know what kind of style they're going for. I kind of hope they go really stylized. This could be a fun like 80s action spy movie. Yeah, totally. And I think even in the chat here, this is the thought that I was having. Um, and I'm sorry if I say your last name wrong. Grog Vo- Vo- Vaughn or Vaughan? I'm not sure. Um isn't Black Widow supposed to be an origin story? That's definitely a possibility, but um, not necessarily. If it's a prequel, then yeah, probably it would yeah. be an origin story. I I hope it's not just a. I hope it's it maybe it has origin pieces, but I don't mm-hmm. really need an origin story as think, much as I could just use like early Black Widow. Yeah, I think it'd be cool to see maybe some of the origin and flashbacks. You know what it could. You know what I'd love to see it be is that not going back to like origin where she got trained to be a spy, but we meet her when she is working for Russia and mm-hmm. for Hydra, whichever. However, she knows who she's working for, because um, it could be she's KGB, but like deep cover Hydra, whatever it is. Right. Um, and then, so we see, we meet her. She's already trained up, but she's just bad. She's working for the bad guys. So we see where the red in her ledger comes from. 
but we see it we basically we experience her like turning, turning around yeah. and coming over to shield that would be really cool. so that's the because that i think is the most dramatic part of her story absolutely i don't need the she was like training train she was right. trained and 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 hurt and hor- horrifyingly abused like we can get pieces of that right but i don't want to watch that for two hours i want to watch the bad guy turn into a good guy right i like that idea too and uh gamer girl also says i want that black widow movie to show us what happened at budapest yes yes if this i will also be (laughs) severely disappointed if this doesn't have jeremy renner in it at least for a little bit he needs Um, to make an appearance (laughs) but yeah but we we gotta get the budapest (laughs) good call um but yeah and also i think that that could be a good bridge of like the because Natasha in the comics always read to me, and this is partially just writers, a more serious of a character. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And she's very sarcastic in the MCU. And some of that's just Scarlett Johansson. Some of that's the writers and right. directors that she's uh, that she's been brought to life by. Um, but I would love to see her be super serious and like almost like the more comic book version. And then we see her become good and like whoever it is like if it's hawkeye like you gotta lighten up and be and joke sometimes teaching her sarcasm yeah <laughs> he's talking to her sarcastically and she thinks he's serious or like yeah or she i don't know who who like i don't know if maria hill would be there that early which would be a funny like transference of like maria hill super snarky anyway um <laughs> there's a lot they could do yeah so moving forward um more we'll wait on more black widow news as it as it comes forward uh gwyneth paltrow has some minor spoilers potentially uh she managed to cover her tracks a little bit but she might have spoiled some end game stuff uh where she said i mean i'm a this is the quote in an interview i mean i'm a bit old to be in a suit and all that at this point and she says she's not going to be doing uh any more marvel movies she says she's retiring although then she says like if they said can you come back for a day i will always be there if they need me i don't know what that means so basically (laughs) but the the big part of that to take in is i'm a bit old to be in a suit at this point so more evidence to pepper Potts getting uh into her rescue armor in endgame to go find tony to get well to either go find tony or just to like be helping out the avengers on maybe she puts it on to go find tony and then ends up helping out because she realizes she can do it or maybe she's the person in that mysterious blank space (gasps) maybe it is her (laughs) you guys i can't wait to watch this which i talked to some people who are like no there's probably nothing there (laughs) (laughs) but i want that but conspiracy uh (laughs) i mean yeah that's the whole point of why we talk about so so she said she's out after the end after Endgame. We'll see. Um, but also, it's like if we're not doing more Iron Man movies, like Pepper Potts doesn't necessarily need to be there unless she's going to pop up with Happy in like we know that we saw her name signed to a check in the Far From Home trailer, right? Maybe just yeah. small appearances, yeah. You know, and she has, that's what she's cameos. saying when like she'd be willing to come back for a cameo, right? Which would be fun. Um, I think that that would be. Or maybe she's just le- she just slipped a few too many times because she has done a bunch of random little spoilers throughout this process. Marvel keeps writing her letters. And Marvel's like, you got to <laughs> stop, stop talking to people. Not allowed to tweet anymore. Yeah. Um... 
Uh, anyway, I mean, she's yeah, she's posted Instagram photos of her in what looked like a rescue costume. Yeah, like, it, come on. Um, Spider Ham is getting a short. Yay! I'm so excited. About it. So when Spider Verse hits home. I don't even know what to call it now. Home video release. It hits DVD. Home Blu-ray home and viewing. digital. Home viewing release. Yeah. <laughs> I just I still want to call Covers it home it video. I know. I remember those. Do you guys know what videotape is out there? I watched Star Wars on VHS. <laughs> I wa- I watched the Return of Jedi for the first time on a Betamax. Wow. <laughs> uh yeah. Um, so there is a clip online, which you can go search for. Uh, we, I don't want to have to talk over it, so we're not going to watch it here, but it is wonderful. It's a little like, it's genuine. It's a 2d cartoon. Yeah. Um, and we had talked about like whether Spider-Ham could be, cause Sony had teased, like we want to do Spider-Man spinoffs. Yeah. Uh, for, cause you could do a million of them now. Yeah. Like you don't even have to use the characters that are in Spider-Verse. You could just make up new spider characters and do those. You totally could. Um, but they have so it's got John Mulaney returning to voice him. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be wonderful. I'm so excited. Even just that little trailer, he's like, "This is an all beef hot dog." I promise. Wink. I was like, "This is gonna be great." <laughs> uh, Mulaney's talking about. He says to go see him back at the Daily Beagle. I could see a Watergate like story at the Beagle where he's both a reporter and Spider Ham by night. Yes. Yes. That's all I want to say. Like, all this, like, just make more of these, please. Give me more Peter Parker. Peter Parker all day. <laughs> Peter Parker. Uh, I just want to say But, it. yeah, go go check out the, go check it out online. Um, it, Sp- Spider-Verse will come to Home Media Digital on February 26th. That's this week. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's this week. Is this when you watch it for the fifth and sixth time? Uh, maybe. But I want to buy the physical copy. Because I like having a sh- it on my shelf, but Same. that doesn't come out until March 19th. Maniacs. Wow, they really d- released the digital uh, version a lot sooner than the Yeah, fate, this is a pretty extreme, DVD. and they're doing it just to get me. And people like me, because I don't usually buy things digitally. I buy very few movies digitally because I, I am still of the generation that doesn't that doesn't feel totally comfortable spending money on things that i cannot hold in my hand no i 100 percent understand i still buy i refuse to have a kindle i don't have one i like physical books i have a whole bookshelf with tons of books on it stop trying to get me to use a kindle dang it <laughs> so i understand like i want to have it in my hands i do want to watch spider verse and the spider ham full short this weekend i mean look you can buy or i guess we'd be next week you can buy it first digital and then buy the physical copy. and then i bought but then i bought it twice and they, that's how they get you. that's how they get you <sighs> anyway <laughs> so moving forward in the news um this is a this was fun it's sort of movie news it's sort of not uh it's not tv news either but uh the they finally announced uh, some details about the wolverine podcast mm. getting a second season did you listen to I the first one the first one but i have to now yeah um wolverine the long night um is a fantastic like it's a so it's a scripted narrative podcast with with a with a full voice cast um it's uh so the second season is going to be called the lost trail and uh, it's going to debut on Stitcher Premium 
exclusively and then it'll come to other podcast platforms like itunes and stuff later in the year later in the year okay, no cool. date set for that the first season if you guys haven't listened to it is available on itunes or Great. anywhere if you're listening to this whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on just you search for wolverine and it'll come up and this is similar to what they did with torchwood when if you're familiar with that i know they did something like that with torchwood that i also so want torchwood to to. and doctor who have a ton of audio dramas so okay. it, is, it is similar, similar um, a lot of those are just like read they're not and some of them are full voice cast some of them are like audiobooks got it this is full a full voice cast, full voice cast. so oh, you have exciting. like character you just have different actors playing different characters um uh what it says is so uh this is the, the description for season two that it will uh, it'll follow Wolverine as he goes to New Orleans um, when he finds that his his ex is missing um, and a bunch of other people, including some mutants, are also missing. He he's going to encounter like all kinds of uh, gangs, thieves, and Jason Wingard, also known as Mastermind. Um, I can't recommend the first season enough as like a podcast. It's super fun to listen to. Like it's Marvel. It's just like, it's a good story that, in, that involves, if you like the more like gritty kind of Wolverine, it's got like a cult atmosphere. <laughs> like there's literally a cult involved. That's it's, amazing. It's fun. Uh, I watched it just to paint a picture for you. I watched, I listened to it while I was on a road trip through like Wyoming. The, po- the, the podcast is all set in Alaska. And so it's, it's all in about the wilderness. like it's in the wilderness. It's set in the woods. There's murders, um, but it's all about in the snow here. And I'm driving through Wyoming where there are no lights on the highways. It's snowing. You can't see much on the road because there's snow. I'm like glued to my steering wheel, just keeping the car on the highway while listening to Wolverine trek through the snow and. <laughs> and like get attacked by people it was intense it was it made it so much scarier did you did you think while you were driving okay i'm not stopping or pulling over for anything uh i was i mean you couldn't stop and pull over it was a snowed like drenched highway oh my gosh uh it was also like i probably should have pulled over but it was like there's like 50 mile stretches where it's like there's no exits you just go don't run out of gas oh my god that sounds scary uh yeah um so yeah check that check that out if you have a chance felicity jones uh uh, has uh, said in an interview that uh she would be down to play felicia hardy again also sort of for the first time again um if if they wanted her to uh felicia hardy and i had forgotten that this was a thing played uh or, or felicity jones played felicia hardy by at, like by name at least yeah in the amazing spider-man 2 which if you remember is the movie that sony was like yeah we're gonna throw in all these villains and then just spin them all off so they were just throwing everybody in there they're like look there's there's that armor and there's goblin stuff over there and then there's the then there's ox, ox over there and they're like See, felicia hardy's working in the lab but she we're not even gonna tell you that she's black cat yet Felicity Jones obviously never got to play. Clearly not. Um, I would actually love to see it. The only issue is, I do, again, I want her to be in the Marvel. The, I would want Felicia in the Marvel Universe proper. Yes, I And agree. Felicity Jones might be a little too old to start dating Tom Holland's Spider-Man. A little bit. Um, a little and bit. They're, and I think that they're... 
their romance as spider-man tries to like make her a good guy is, is one of is a fascinating story but i do love black cat as a gangster how she was recently in the comics mm-hmm. so and i think felicity jones could do a great job with that character but I not just, necessarily i just don't want her yeah. to have to go off in a Sp- venom style spider-manless universe I agree. No, I agree. I would like to see her as um Shrug. as with with Tom Holland and you can kind of see their dynamic because I know that they they dated sort of off and on and she was bad and then became good and then worked with him and I would I would like to see that story. Yeah. I would like to see a little bit yeah. more of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um some more like vaguely movie news. I just thought we would share this with you guys. It's cool. Oh, um uh, we've got a photo for this one. Um Marvel is showing off uh, marvel debuted some stamps in england and we can't get the, i don't know how to get them in the u.s but they're cool stamps if we go to england can we buy them there yeah uh, i assume you can i assume you just have to get your currency converted into pounds right um but yeah so cool. if we if we bring them up uh yeah they've got spider-man iron man hulk Doctor Strange. Of course, you've got Captain Britain and Union Jack. Because you have to. Yeah. And the Captain Britain one looks awesome. But, like, these are these are beautiful stamps. They're, the artwork uh, is amazing. The thing is, I would never want, like, if these these would go with, uh, and the, they got Peggy Carter in there. My heart. Um, uh, these are the kind of stamps that you buy and never use. Yeah. Or oh, you only, no. or, like, I like these would be, like, the Harry Potter stamps that I got, like, a decade ago that I only use on important things. What what kind of important things? Like when you send I don't Zia know. a letter? How often do I send mail these days? I don't know, but I'm requesting a letter with a Harry Potter stamp on it now, Zach. All Thank right. you. All right. <laughs> I'll find uh, an, I'll buy an envelope because I don't keep envelopes anymore. I actually do. For what? I'll lend you an envelope. I don't for, know. Like, just putting cause. receipts in. Yeah, I actually pretty much we keep them for like random things that you need to put in there. They're oh yeah, empty to have a Manila envelope. We could make jokes about like the mail system and, and antiquated technology all day. We've already done that for about five minutes of this show. Um, send us in, in your questions, guys, because we're going to take some time at the end of the show to a- answer any questions that you guys have, um, or just like. You want to chat about some stuff. But before that, it's Marvel TV time. Marvel movie news. We're talking TV time. I practiced. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's start off with the the big news this week. Um, Jessica Jones and The Punisher have officially officially been canceled before jessica jones even came out yeah which i find um, a little season three odd. is obviously still coming right we're gonna get it but um i i knew this was coming i already knew it yeah the fact that people kept trying to start petitions and i know it's way more complicated than netflix just wanting to cancel the shows because they weren't being watched there's disney plus is coming they're not gonna have a relationship with netflix and marvel anymore so i i already knew i was prepared for it when it happened i was like all right but the fact that we might possibly get it again on Hulu a couple of years down the road. Yes. Yeah, so there, there, so there is there is news in that. We'll talk about what Jeff Loeb said in a minute. Um, I just wanted to, because so so this is Netflix like cutting ties with the Marvel like Netflix universe right. entirely. Um, 
uh, I believe Jessica Jones comes out. Have they said yet? March, I think. Or... I think it was either March or April. Yeah, it, it's relatively soon. It's very soon. Um, but the funniest thing to come out of this is Eminem, Marshall Mathers. Oh, this was amazing. Posted on on Twitter after they announced this, and he says in all caps. <laughs> Dear Netflix, <laughs> regarding your cancellation of The Punisher, you are blowing it! <laughs> Two exclamation points. Sincerely, Marshall. <laughs> it's like, I swear I haven't heard Eminem in the news for so long, and this is what he gets in the news for. It makes me so happy. It's beautiful. <laughs> uh, and that's, yeah, I mean, look, a lot of people, like, a lot of people are upset, like not, and not everyone has been following this as closely right. as us. They were just like, "Oh, they made a Punisher TV show. Great, I'm gonna watch it." What they canceled it, right? Um, not everybody is piled in with the. Well, okay, so what? What's the news this week on the Netflix versus Hulu rumors and <laughs> Disney Plus is coming out? Like a lot of people don't even know Disney Plus is a thing yet, guys. That's true. We have to remember. Sometimes we have to remind ourselves that it happens when I go on dates. <laughs> Where I'll start I'll be like, oh yeah, and the Disney Plus streaming service, and they're like, what's that? And I go, okay, yep. I can either explain this or just be like, all right, let's we can move on now. Anyway, um, so yeah, the shows the shows are officially canceled. Punisher put up, uh, Marissa, if you want to put up the uh, the court there as, as they've done with as each show finishes, um, Punisher posted, it's been an honor. This is the first one that didn't tease at coming back, though. I will say that. <laughs> all of the other ones, like when Daredevil did it, when Luke Cage did it, when Iron Fist did it, they were all like, Iron Fist is immortal. and they're like, Right, and they're like, yeah, yeah, you might see him again. And everyone's like, oh, okay. And then now, well, they have to know that the people that do follow the news at this point know it's done. We've heard about. That's the thing is that like. Everything else. It's not shocking. And I think ultimately when people are, what people are asking what about uh like why have why did they why didn't they wait for jessica jones to finish before canceling it the media all knows that's and it's it's fair to the to the writers the crew the cast to tell them as soon as possible that they are canceled officially because these these people are are working and now they just know now they know that their their job is not coming back right so now they can, in earnest, go look for a new a new job or right. take take other offers that might be coming in. It, it's a big deal to to know for sure that you have been released from a contract. No, you're right. That's absolutely huge because otherwise you're just sitting there in limbo waiting, and then you miss out on opportunities that you could have. So yeah. you're right. It is really cool of them to do that. We did have quickly in the chat. I think it was Senior Nerd said, uh, "What is the Twitter handle to send questions to?" Just quickly, it is. Uh, at Marvel News PTN. Yes. Yeah. We will be keeping an eye on the chat. It is a little harder for us to keep track of them constantly. Um, but we will. Yes. Um, so keep what we're, we're going to keep. Uh, and oh, Jeff Loeb um, posted his uh, posted a, a letter to uh, where did I put his letter? Oh, no. <laughs> Zia, a vamp. Um, so anyway, uh, I'm really excited about. I have a Kevin. lot of stuff <laughs> open. Okay, I found it. Um, Jeff Lowe put out a a note 
after the uh, after the news broke, uh, Jeff Loeb, the head of Marvel Television, uh, and the big thing that he the, like he says a lot of stuff, and you can go read it mm-hmm. available online. But the thing that everyone wants to talk about is what he says at the very end. He says, as Matthew Murdoch's dad once said, the measure of a man is not how he gets knocked to the mat. It's how he gets back up. To be continued. Signed, Jeff Loeb and all of us at Marvel Television. So, obviously, this is just like, it's comic book style to end with a to be continued. Um, Whether this means the show is coming back or not is still anybody's guess but it it does ha- it does it is nice to see that they that at least the head of the yeah. of the television unit is he wants to bring them back he want he's like as he says like our partner netflix um they like they made the decision not to move forward mm-hmm. it is tech was technically always netflix's call because of the way the contracts were structured but they still want to move forward with these characters in some form. I think. I don't think anybody. I think everybody knows the success that was Daredevil. The the like the success that was Jessica Jones mm-hmm. to create to take a character that was largely unknown and bring her steaming into the spotlight in a great show. Like some of us, like obviously, like we we knew who Jessica Jones was, right? But like a lot of people didn't, and yeah. now they know who this character is, and they've gone and read Alias, and they've they've restarted her series, and it keeps going. It's. So that I'm excited to see what they do going forward with the characters. Yeah, absolutely. I know I've said this before. I really, even if they don't necessarily do individual shows for all of them, I would like to see maybe more of the Defenders because we only got one season of that. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be, there's so many complicated things, especially because of where Luke Cage and Iron Fist ended. I know. Um, Because they ended on such cliffhangers Uh. with the characters in weird, weird spots. Um, But one, one step at a time. We'll just wait the two years. There's going to be plenty of content coming out Always, before it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> always forward. Um, Loki news. Loki has added a showrunner who hails from the television show, among other things. But most notably, Rick and Morty. I feel like that's going to be so interesting. So, that's such an interesting tone. But, I mean, for humor-wise you know loki's a trickster yeah. i think that it's gonna work really well i'm excited to see how how he kind of works that into it yeah so michael waldron who is a he's a writer on rick and morty he's worked with dan Harmon on on Harmon quest good game is now has been hired to to write the pilot and he will serve as the the show's executive producer for for the series yeah um this to me reads more and more like we're gonna get young loki not like tom hiddleston is already confirmed to be in it but i think it's gonna be he's gonna be a peer in it for like a moment ah. and then i think he's gonna hand loki off to a new actor interesting because the young loki story starts with like where loki dies mm-hmm. but because he's as guardian and you have like the realm of death and there's all kinds of nonsense that's going on with him with that he is brought back to life but as a young as like a teenager and i think that's what we're gonna get here like a loki on earth with all kinds of like teenage hijinks and drama and who knows what else uh which like with a Rick and Morty like ir- irreverent style tone to it could be really fun. Oh yeah. 
we don't know just because like look writers have all kinds of facets like this guy could be like no i'm gonna write a, a, a serious like norse mythology drama about <laughs> loki like i don't know why i don't have to do comedy about drunks and and interdimensional travel but i think we got a good shot at it but and also i think that even if he does something serious there could still be little subtle nuances of comedy that would work very well you can have both i think he could do both yeah i mean um somebody said that's just weird (laughs) it's comic books man um they're all weird yeah they're all they're all super weird but i would love to see that like again i would love to see honor this is a series like it's not just like oh it's a four-part movie it's no it's it's an eight like it's rumored to be eight episodes series that like I want to see them have to go through like trials and stuff across it, not I'm just also one big story. Really excited for the budget they're going to get for this, because you know we're going to get to see some really cool stuff. Yeah. The budget's going to be a lot bigger than some TV shows' budget. Yeah. Okay. Um, keep moving forward. Kevin Smith posted uh, some updates on Instagram this week when he posted uh, uh, something about his upcoming Howard the Duck show. Oh, yay. Uh, uh, he has apparently seen the test footage for Hitmonkey and Modoc. The, the quote is, I saw tests for Hitmonkey and Modoc already, and holy duck, they are they astounding. Like, legit next level S. I'm, I, I, we're a clean show. I got I to gotta clean up Kevin Smith's language. Um, so I'm excited to, like, the, the fact that they've already done tests for modok and hitmonkey mean that they like they this wasn't just like oh and 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 these two that will be fun they've already like this is they've been preparing for this yes um so i'm really excited the other part of the news with kevin smith and this z i want to get your thoughts on this he is and this is a weird way to, to say this he has apparently offered leah thompson a role a voice role on yes. howard the duck yes i did read that <laughs> Yes, of course. I feel like she's the best part of the 1986 movie. Yeah. <laughs> so he's not honest. saying, I got real excited when I read it because I read it quickly. Yeah. And I was like, they got Leah Thompson to be in it. And then he's like, no, we offered her a part. Seems weird. Weird way to, to, to say that to the public. I mean, a little bit. Yeah. I feel like that's teasing at it. Maybe. Maybe he's more teasing the fact that they might get Leah Thompson, but maybe oh, he they is. already have her. He, oh, well, he's saying they don't. He's just being very open about the process, I which wonder, is Kevin Smith's style. That's true. I wonder if uh, he's putting it out there also to be like, hey, she might get a part. So everybody's like, Leah Thompson, take the part. And also, like, the internet, like, we're talking about it. And Leah Thompson's like, people are talking about that. Yeah. Like, do you really want me to go back to 1980? <laughs> yes. Yes, Leah Thompson, we do. And it's a voice role, right so now. it could be anything. Yeah. Um, who knows? Maybe we're going to get Howard the Duck from different dimensions. We're going to do a little uh, duck verse. Uh, so she crosses over live action. Leah Thompson walks Just in. Just walks in. Oh, my God. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah. Leah Thompson is wonderful. Um, if you don't, if you're, if you're like, who's Leah Thompson? I don't know. Uh, Back to the Future. Back to the Future plays uh, Marty McFly's mom. mom, Lorraine. Okay. Um, last story, as we were expressing before, came out minutes after last week's show. Cloak and Dagger put out a new trailer. We're not going to watch it. Um, we're only going to talk about it for a minute. If you want more in-depth coverage of the trailer, check in to, with Zia and Christian 
on our sister show, Marvel TV Weekly. After Buzz TV at 9 p.m. on Sundays. Um, but real quick, Zia, did this trailer get you excited for season two? You know what? It made me have a little bit more hope for season two. I like, and I know it's not a big secret that I was not a huge fan of season one. I think the characters are cool and there's really cool things they could do with it and cool things they could do with the stories. I just personally didn't like um, sort of the tone of the show and that they tried to make it really edgy and for me it just didn't land. That's sort of my personal uh, gripe with the with the show. And also the music, but that's a whole other thing. Um, <laughs> but I, I kind of like what we're seeing with season two. I hope we get... The first season was an origin story, and it was a lot of them like discovering their powers and not using their powers, so it wasn't exciting in that sense. In this, just in the trailer, we saw a lot of that. And if we can see that and a little bit more of Tandy and Tyrone working together and maybe just being a tiny bit less whiny, just for me... Um, then I think it could be it could be cool. I don't know if I'd say I'm excited, but I'm like, okay, maybe now I'll get to see the show I wanted to see. Okay, yeah, I I can see how the it, the trailer makes it look more grounded. Yes, this for season two yes. versus like all the weird trippy episodes that right. season. Like, is that was only like I I like where they're building in season one, but the, like all the weird going into mind stuff that they did was it, it felt disconnected from what they were they it felt like they were building something structured with like all the real life stuff that they're going in and then all of a sudden they're in a guy's head right for an episode it was like very they were trying to be very to me it felt like they were trying to be very artsy and like you said kind of very weird and very cerebral and also very um which I to be clear, I like those swings. Oh, I love when they the way they did it with Legion. Absolutely love Legion. That's a fantastic show. I love the way they did it there. I just for me, I did not think it landed with Cloak and Dagger. That's yeah, my own personal opinion on that. And like, I kind I hope that they don't like take too too far a step back from that. Like, see see what worked, see what didn't work, and then build on it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, take those weird twists and like it's comic books get weird with it yeah um it's just striking the right balance um all right so that's the news for this week unless something else has broken while we've been it will be right after this don't worry (sighs) monsters um but let's um let's take some questions uh from the audience and see what uh, what you guys want to know um so one of the questions that we got, and I, well, well, Zia, if you if you want to pull some stuff up, um, I know was earlier today, um, Billy Pruitt at, wanted us to wanted to know where's the question? If Netflix shows get revived on Hulu, what do you think the odds of the actors returning to reprise their roles? Um, I would say it partially depends on how fast it happens. Um, they can't Hulu if Hulu's going to take the shows, it can't. They can't even start on it for another year and a half or so. Um, the contract with Netflix goes through next year unless Disney buys them out of it. So I think it's going to come down to does does Hulu like has it been long enough? Does Hulu think the audience will carry over enough and? Do they think they can start fresh? Because these runs, the original seasons that have already aired on Netflix will always be on Netflix. They won't right. carry over to Hulu unless there's a huge exchange of money somewhere. That would be a lot. So, 
you will have to be able to pick up without context necessarily for what's already happened. So it might be a thing where we we go four years and we don't see Daredevil, but they get someone new to play him, much the way that you get a new writer and a new artist to right. draw Matt Murdock. There's nothing that says that you, it's... The only thing I really hope that they do, I really would love the, for them to maintain the continuity. Even if you don't refer to it very often, but the Marvel Cinematic Universe, while not perfect in it's again, it's comics, like continuity breaks sometimes and you have to get your no prize for explaining how it works. But I would love for them to at least try to maintain it so that it all stays together. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I would like to see the same actors come back just because I'm such a big fan, especially of Charlie Cox. I mean... He's so great as Daredevil. It's hard. It's kind of a similar thing to seeing or having to think about seeing someone else play Wolverine other than Hugh Jackman. I don't really want to. (laughs) Not saying that somebody else couldn't come and fill the role and do a fantastic job. It's just hard for me to picture. Um, So I would like to see that, but I I think it could be done without them. Um, Eon001 has a question. He said, GSP retired from MMA. Does this mean he'll be back as Batrock in the MCU? Okay, I know who Batrock is. The rest of I was like, who? GSP. What? I don't know George what I, I, I know what MMA is. <laughs> um, he, uh, I mean, he used to hold a belt in the 170 pound division. <laughs> I would love to see. I think we talked about Batrock a week ago. Really? Because like, um, like he's a character that's been fun. Like it's just like super weird yeah and i liked that adaptation that they used but to be honest i kind of want them to bring him like into like one of the animated shows that's where we talked about it as because like he's a ridiculous character that you could like they they made serious but he's supposed to kind of by he always was sort of silly silly. well that's what he sort of became um but it would be he would be a cool character to have like a callback with because that's something i think that the marvel the marvel cinematic universe has been lacking a little bit is there isn't a ton of those like weird those like little connections where a villain will appear in one movie and then also just like be the random gangster that shows up in a different movie um the way that turk shows up all the time on the on the netflix (laughs) shows but like that kind of connective tissue can be really fun and it doesn't you don't even have to acknowledge that they were already there it's just that character is doing another thing. They're, they're being a bad guy to a different set of people. Yeah. Um, and so, so that could be fun. Um, Sky Patterson wants to know, uh, what do you think of the Russo brothers returning to executive Bruce or co-direct a live action adaptation of secret wars? Oh boy. I read that comic semi recently. I want to say about six months ago or so. Um, Amazing. I think they said that they would be interested, like Secret Wars is one that they would want to do. Don't hold me to that, but one. I believe they've said that they would be interested in that. Um, a Secret War, like, that's such a crazy storyline. Like, It'd be such a cool series. I mean, uh, not series, I'm sorry, movie. I would like to see a movie. I think that Secret Wars is what you're going to get when people start being like, man, we got to, like, we got about, we got to, like, reset some stuff like we've been doing the marvel cinematic universe for 30 years continuity is all kinds of out of whack we got to just like come in like reframe some actors like 
it's going to be uh, that Secret Wars is probably going to happen when they need to do a universe reset. Yeah. When they're done with the I, I absolutely 100 percent agree. That's going to be a fun one when they're all said and done with everything and they start new. I guess it depends which one in my uh, so like the original Secret Wars is fun. I love the more recent Secret Wars where all the different universes get combined. OK. Um, but if it's all of them having to fight each other. Like that one could still work, but I think they're going to hold out to do like Secret Wars, like the where, like the one where Doom is like has the patchwork world, and oh, that'd be so much fun. I don't think I read that one. I think I read the original. One. Okay, okay, you got to read the recent one, which right. is a great. We'll talk about that. <laughs> um, um, there are a couple other questions in here. Uh, Gamer Girl says, "I have a question. Why is Thunderbird called Thunderbird if his powers aren't thunder or lightning related? Is this supposed to be a mystery?" Do you know? Wait, who is this? Thunderbird? I'm not sure. Okay, so we don't know that one. Patrick Ollinger. I'm going to look this up, though, for next time. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll check on that one. Patrick Ollinger says, Zia, would you like to see a Deadpool animated series? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Great uh, yeah, question. I mean, that would be awesome. At this point, only if Donald Glover uh, is back. Like, if he gets to do his show. I think it would feel cheap if they did one without him. Okay, that's fair. After all of that fallout. Yeah. Um, oh, Thunderbird. I, I just Googled it. I don't know this character well enough. I remember this character now that I see the, a picture. I don't know enough to really answer my questions. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> um, what? Uh, so, um, uh, Toro at Senior Nerd, uh, do you want or like the fan... Fantastic Four re-re-reboot as a period movie set in the 60s or in the modern MCU setting. Both. <laughs> I've, all right. So real quick, I'll recap my okay. idea for this that I've said on this podcast at least twice. But I want to see, uh, I want to start out in the 60s with the Fantastic Four as these like the scientists, this like little family, and they're very much like the classic heroes. And they take that mentality of like we can save the day by fighting crime, like that, like that that mentality that you only had like in like the golden age of comics, yeah. where you really could save the world just by defeating a bank robber, kind right. of thing. And they get they get launched into space, like they they go off on their their mission. Maybe Doom is with them. Um, Doom Doom gets involved in this, so they they're all lost in another like either they're maybe they're in the negative zone maybe they're uh you could do the quantum realm since we're talking mcu like who knows but then in modern day 2020 mcu they wind up back here and are confronted with a world that does not make sense to them as somebody from the 60s the the world would not make sense to them absolutely the lines are so much grayer heroes are all kinds of like anti-heroes yeah heroes anti-heroes inhumans maybe like who knows how long it's gonna take mutants um spider people uh spider hams and i and i want doom story to be doom comes back and uh discovers because he's been away from his country for so many years that it has fallen for, it is from dooms when doom is in control of his kingdom latveria is prosperous and his people love him but when doom disappears it falls into ruin it becomes a military state everything's torn apart and suddenly he has to go on what from the outside looks like a villainous rampage tearing apart this country in order to regain his foothold on latveria 
so and so the Fantastic really... Four have to go in like, do we have to contain Doom? And he's like, no, Doom's trying to save his people, but it looks like he's a villain. <gasps> I'm pro Doom. Shock. <laughs> <laughs> a big surprise. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's my concept for uh, a uh, an MCU Fantastic Four movie, partially built on like what I've talked with, like because I know I've talked to like. Matt Key about it and Koi Jandra about it and Hector Navarro a bunch of times. Like, we bounce ideas, and it's just like, this is the what I have in my head. I don't know that it'll ever happen. Basically, we I need uh, the MCU to hire you to write this movie, Zach. Um, <laughs> please. <laughs> um, this or She Hulk? <laughs> yes. I remember you saying that before. Let's uh, yeah. start a petition. Uh, and then, Calvin, uh, this we'll just mention real quick as we sign out, but it is worth looking up. Have we heard about the Mexico Spider Man where Gwen doesn't die? <laughs> So there's, I I can't even confirm if it's real or not, because, like, the internet's full of rumors, but I think it it appears that it's real, that, like, because of, like, how things in Mexico were different and, like, republishing and, like, different publishers and international, that there were different writers writing, like, their own version of Spider-Man for a few years, where they didn't think people would like that Gwen died, so, like, there was a whole other arc where, like, they got married and this whole thing. Um, and it just resurfaced or something. What? Um, I, I don't know if it's a hoax or not, but look it up because it's a really interesting story. And the cover art, if nothing else, looks really cool. I gotta find this book. <sighs> <laughs> Zia, is there anything else you want to talk about as we wrap out? Oh, goodness. So I, think, I don't want to get started because right. there's too much. There's, there's a too lot much, of things. Two minutes to go. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, this week on Marvel Movie News. Zia, thank you for being here. Always. This is so much fun. Um, I love talking about this stuff. Oh my god, oh, people are talking about Doom in the chat. And There's I'm so much in the chat. I want to uh, talk about all the stuff in the chat. Um, Charles Lee says, do not add Doom into that group. It's the Fantastic Four, not the Fantastic Five. No, but it's the Fantastic Four versus Doctor Doom. Um, I'm just, like, their battle winds up in another dimension, like, while they're fighting. I would watch that. I, w- like, I would 100% the, watch the, that. To me, like, Doom and the Fantastic Four are this perfect, like, balance of, like, of good and, like, of good who thinks they're just fighting for good and evil who is, mis- or, like, somebody who, who believes in good but, like, is willing to take evil methods and, like, what looks evil to protect their people. That's what I lo- love about Doom and why I'm fascinated by his character. No, I always think that those characters are a lot more fascinating than just people who are, you know, on their high horse. Not that that's yeah. necessarily a bad thing, but I like to see those different dimensions. Super quickly, Zeiss Bilu says, uh, have you both heard Eternals will start filming this summer? Yeah, we talked about we it last week. We talked about that last week. So if you uh, go back to last week's archive, we yeah. did. So I'm excited. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Zia, if people want to find you, where can they keep up with you until next Thursday? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zia underscore land. It's XIA underscore land. And on Facebook at Zia Landerson. And I'm Zach Wilson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson. Also, be sure to check out my podcast, uh, Ships in the Night, where me and my uh, partner, Greg Goodness, uh talk, talk with a guest about different ships that so we <laughs> it's so fun <laughs> uh that we, like who's gonna hook up with who this week we talked about what what, what happened if smog and the monopoly guy started dating it's a capitalist nightmare <laughs> ships in the night guys this has been marvel movie news thanks for geeking out with us Bye. from producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire popcorn talk network 
We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.